these crackers would be a lot better with some cheese. <laughs> this is not a tea party. <laughs> Too much oh, there was some movie where they had a kid named Cheese. What was it? Uh, old school. Cheese. <laughs> I should have had Cheese Whiz. That was the secret. That was perfect. That was the secret. Yeah. The Cheese Whiz. Should have brought it. Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. How are you, Zeke Baker? Hey, we're Dad sharing bourbon tonight. We are Dad sharing bourbon. It is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and I banged my fist on the table for that because normally I hate that. I'm just someone... happy you're banging. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> It's a dad's podcast. It is a dad's podcast, but we are inclusive to everyone. There are moms, there are dog moms, cat moms, dog dads, cat parrot dads. Moms? What? Parrot moms? Do you have a parrot? I don't know. Maybe I do. It's I funny. don't it's hear funny. I was parrot. thinking ferret. <laughs> ferret? Well, it is the day before Thanksgiving, and it's apropos that this tasting has been delayed about five months <laughs> because we just happened to make it. The day before Thanksgiving, it's going to come out. What better way to give back? Now, every year, Zeke, you and I, we donate a tasting to St. Jude, don't we? Well, it's been two in a row. I don't know if you could throw every out there too applicable. Well, it's been every year that we could, that they that somebody has come to us and said, hey, do you want to donate a tasting to St. Jude? Yes. Fair enough. We do. Continue to sign us up in years moving forward. And every year... The same people, for some reason, pay St. Jude to hang out with us. It's the only way we can hang out, John. No, it's <laughs> we we were at Top Golf together. Oh, we kind of were. We were in separate. He just randomly showed up at a bay next to me. <laughs> he calls it together. I asked you how you were hitting him. Well, it was very well, thanks. Did he so, crop dust you as he was walking off? Probably. <laughs> so I just want uh, to make sure I say. Thank you guys very, very, very much for donating to St. Jude. That is going to Children's Cancer Research. You went to the event, Nick, and, and everybody say hi. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Say your name, rank, serial number. Uh, my name is Nick Jones. I'm a dad <laughs> of two little girls. My serial number is 747. I just uh, I enjoy uh, drinking bourbon. Hi, I'm Scott Hubert. Um, Nick's father-in-law, and you're just here because he has to impress you. No, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. Not. I love drinking bourbon as well, but um, I got a proud grandfather it. of two gorgeous little girls, and love drinking bourbon, and love sort supporting St. Jude's, and love hanging out with John and Zeke. I just like it's like the Marshawn Lynch thing, and Scott. I'm not trying to, you know. It's like I just invited him so I wouldn't get fined. <laughs> no, not at all. Exactly. Um, on, a, on a side note, the, I, I would say the times that we have hung out. I mean, you two are in a top golf league together. You guys, every are, top golf league, top golf is offered. Scott and I have played in it. You all are very, as, very lucky that you have a great relationship as very father-in-law so. and Correct. son-in-law. So, great. That it, that's great. Yeah, very much so because um, 
myself and Nick, we get together quite a bit with my wife and daughter and the granddaughters and on Every a side day. note, and <laughs> we we sneak in a couple bourbon shots here and there. And I get Every in trouble, day. and Nick goes home alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. We have we have a great time together. It's all fun. Who is this little guy <laughs> over Last here? Last yep. our our favorite guy who discovered old granddad bottled in bond last mm-hmm. year. And now claims that he does not go a day without a bottle of it in his house. Introduce yourself. A bottle down his throat, I think he said. (laughs) I am Ryan. I am Nick and Scott's good friend. I do not have any kids. Maybe in the future, but not right now. But yes, I agree. Any kids that you know about. (laughs) Yeah, true. Very true. (laughs) But I definitely do not leave the house without making sure I have a bottle of Old Granddad, which John and Zeke. Make sure that they uh, kind of push that on me as a. Oh, we didn't put we we whoa. just you didn't push it, it, but it was a su- good suggestion. So I will definitely make sure I will always have a bottle of that in my house for the near future. Well, now that we got introductions out of the way, I want to let you know today's show is brought to you by CastCartel.com, changing the industry standard of how you get your alcohol. Yo, Nick. You could be sitting on your couch. You got a nice house here. We're in your house today. Yeah. You could be on a late night trip and you go to your cabinet and you realize like, oh shit, I'm out of gin. I'm out of vodka. I want to make a Bloody Mary tonight or I want to be making a Bloody Mary tomorrow night. And you're like, I got to go buy some other stuff. I don't have time to get to the liquor store tomorrow. I could go to cascartel.com. I can get it delivered right to my door, whether it's bourbon, whiskey, scotch vodka tequila mezcal whatever it is cast cartel has it and zeke cast cartel also sent us pappy 15 20 and 23 we're gonna do a show about it i just hope they got some screwballs oh (laughs) funny enough they sent us four samples no lie you can't make this shit up they sent us pappy 15 20 23 and a sample of screwball well there you go so they know us well that's uh, that's the partnership right there. But they are also giving away samples of that stuff to people that are on Instagram. And I will let you know an exclusive. We're going to be giving a set of the Pappy away, one on our Instagram page and one in our Facebook group. So if you're not already in our Facebook group, Dad's Drinking Bourbon, go ahead and join. We are going to give away a sample set of the Pappy. And if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us at Dad's Drinking Bourbon on Instagram, and we will be giving away a set there as well. Cascartel.com, changing the industry standard, bringing the world's best spirits directly to your door. That's the admin stuff. There you go. I'm here so I won't get fined. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get fined later, don't worry. Now, we don't really have a set agenda, and I want to do less talking because I always Who wants a bacon ritz? (laughs) Nobody. I need some cheese whiz. You got any cheese? <laughs> I, I want to ask you, and Nick, I'm going to start with you. There was a lot of stuff that was on the table. We kind of feel like the last tasting we did with you was more of an introduction to a lot of different whiskeys. This is now grad school. So we have some Willet that's on the table. We have some nice OWA picks. We have a William LaRue Weller. We have some Pappy on the table. There's... Some other assorted picks that we brought, a Wild Turkey Cornerstone. What was your favorite thing on the table, Nick? And then we will go around and ask Scott and Ryan. Oh, man. I mean, there's a close tie between the um, the Weller 
antique. The grandpa's wallet from Lincoln Road, That's Wine right. and Spirits, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. And then, uh, I mean, I, I really liked the uh, mixed bottle that... Um, oh, the Blackout Blend of the Turkey? That's it. I like that one. It's it's unique. It is. I think that yeah, I mean, makes it stand out even more. Like, off the books. Either way, uh, this uh, this one, actually, I had the last, uh, the Ashton. That's that's my... It's special. I've told folks, like, that's a really good barrel. That's, that's probably... Those are my three, and, and um, that's my favorite on the last one. Your favorite was Grandpa's wallet. It was. It was a. It was a good one, uh, and I'm yet um, to try the you angels. Didn't have the unicorn yet. I have not had the unicorn, and I'm, I'm excited. I told everybody when we were setting up bottles, I was like, "You gotta have it." I, I, I need it for the last you, one. You have to have it, but to me, it's just so distinctive and like yeah. my palate's still open. Such a big flavor. I you think can it, smell it lingers it. for forever. I can smell it all the way over here. It's one of those things that it just comes. You sure that so, was the bottle or Ryan? Pouring this on a wall, on a, on a waffle, and just oh, I yeah. can smell Ryan from over here. <laughs> that's what we that's said. It's like story. you put that a little bit of the you know, waffle or pancake. Now, Scott, what was your favorite thing that was on the table? <clears throat> Well, we started out with the... You're fine if you only have one. You don't have to be like your son-in-law that gave me eight. (laughs) No, no. William Leroux Weller is what we started with. And you killed that bottle. I I wasn't (laughs) a fan. Thankfully, it was I wasn't a fan because, you know, as the last podcast, I'm I'm more of a smooth, small batch guy. That was 135 proof, and that was a little bit rough to start out the day with me. But my favorite of all was the uh, Weller Antique 107. Can I what blow is- your mind right now? Yeah, sure. That's the same mash bill. Really? I can tell you this. that w- The William Leroux Weller was wicked on fire compared to the Antique. The Antique was more smooth. It's- and that's more what I like. I mean, it's the lower proof. It's mm-hmm. a lower age on... The Weller Antique, opposed to the William Leroux Weller. So it's the same mash bill. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of factors, like where it was aging in the rickhouse, all sorts of things like that, but it's the same. It's pretty much the same. But my favorite was the Weller. (laughs) Second was this Baker's 107. Uh, 85 Baker's. Yeah. And then my third was this Willet, seven-year-old. The And It's Gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, the the high corn. It, it's got a good sweet. And it. I was actually surprised because I actually like the Angel's Envy finished rye. The, the, the unicorn. Cast drink. There's one barrel and one barrel only. <laughs> <laughs> As I take it under much. So you're actually taking, never going to see another bottle yeah. of that. Yeah, probably. that was really good. I I was surprised because I didn't think I'd like that because you you guys told us at the big beginning. Hey, wait for the end to finish that one because it has a little bit of a kick to it. Yeah, no, not that it has a kick. It's like maple oh, syrup yeah. and it just oh, yeah. keeps yeah. doing I, it. I, I just worry that it it, it coats mm. everything mm. so much. Like, yeah. you could have three pours after that and then have those three pours a day later and be like, that's not what I tasted. It yeah. was sweet the first time. Yeah. And Angel's it's, Envy had a different finish and taste. It was good for me, though, yeah. because I'm, I'm normally a smooth, small batch guy. But, but that Angel's Envy finish rye was very, very good. That's a good point, too. Like on the 107s, that's what some people 
grew up loving and it's just such an easy drinker whereas you know, something like the William LaRue you get a small pour and a, a blend or a small glass and you're sipping it I mean it's, you know, yeah. thimble sized tastings like communion or something because the proof you can't get a big gulp of it yeah whereas yeah. you know that 107 proof to me is always you know whether it was the Baker's or the, the Weller easy enough just to sit there you know kick back throw your feet up and Mm-hmm. You know, if I pour a little too much because it's late and I'm or leaned back too far in the chair, it's still not going to hurt me. Yeah, exactly. I'll just sleep a little bit better. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And, that, and, and, that Angel's Envy has a little bit more floral in it than I remember. I mean, I still get the, the syrup. Don't get me wrong. It's still breakfast, but it's almost like a little bit of flowers on the tail end of the sweetness of the syrup. I'm with you. It, it didn't have that the first time we had it. Sorry, Scott, you were going to say something. No, no. All all I would have done different tonight is I probably wouldn't have started with the William LaRue. Probably would have started with something along the lines of the Weller Antique and then built myself up because that was rough going out the gate. You know yeah. yeah. I think I think, it, I think it would have been hot either way, honestly. Yeah. He's, he's, a high, he's not a high-proof yeah. fan. And, and some so. people even say that the dude tastings a lot that – the first thing they'll get out of the gate is something super high proof just to, you know, quote unquote, wake everything up mm-hmm. and then flip back and we'll, you know, progress yeah. up. But the they, Kentucky kiss, but they just say that right. super high proof to right. begin with. And like you got to get that Kentucky it, it hug. It's the throwaway. It's, mm-hmm. You know, your first sip is always going to be a throwaway. Mm-hmm. So you might as well do something high proof and just get out of the way. Yeah. But I, I, I like the angel's envy though. And that's kind of a little bit higher than the, yeah, than the Weller. You would because it's the only bottle that we will ever see. <laughs> it's sweet. I mean, yeah, it's so good. That is maple syrup. I think it's in that literally just pour that in some pancakes and Zeke yeah. put maple syrup in a bottle. And added. <laughs> I like, promise a little I, bit I, of I have in there. not adulterated it in any way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just keep it hid yeah, from that's... from myself. Even you're right. It, it, uh, it lingers, man. That that's a linger. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ryan? I personally love the William LaRue Weller. That was kind of the one that when we saw the preview of what was coming tonight, like that was the one I was most excited about. I love sweet bourbons. That one, we started out with it. I kind of chose that one as the first one, and I definitely like that one probably the best. And then, of course, the Angels and the Unicorn is... I'm glad I tried it at the end, like everyone said. Like That is definitely one that if I... Had it in the middle, it would definitely change the flavor profile of everything else. I mean, it literally is like maple syrup in a bottle. And I personally loved it, still enjoying it now. And as weird as it sounds, I my third favorite was the uh, Tuanosaurus Rex, the one from Taiwan or Japan, however you want to call it. We go there. But I enjoyed that one. It is very unique flavor profile. And as Zeke said, when he read the what they what what came with the bottles that you taste kiwi, and after he told me about that, after I tried it, I definitely was like, yes, that is something that stuck in my mind. And I tried it again and tried to see if I could see something else, but no. It was all kiwi to me, but you know, I'm I'm still young. I'm the youngest person. <laughs> Is that a on saying? This like it's all kiwi to me. <laughs> like I, a I like kiwi. I'm the same way. Like I, I read like that kiwi. note months ago. I've tried it since then. And still, I'm just like, <sighs> it's all Yankee like, candles. It's to like me. some That's kind of weird uh, deer in the headlights thing. Mm-hmm. Is just all you see. I will just. What like is this? Every seven years, your taste buds change. So 
Well, I mean, he's young. He's young I've heard that theory's so been, been debunked a little bit, but who knows? Okay. Um, well, tonight, every we time are you gone. have a, every time you have a kid, your taste buds change. He well, hasn't had any kids yet. yet. So see, I, I that's more for your wife, he, not you. He, oh, he, wait. I mean, I've had. He, he didn't. He didn't kind of like eyeball the weed when Rue was like. Yeah, this is what's first. <laughs> we all look around yeah. like, hey, well, grab He's something. Like, They're all here for drinking. He walked in the door. Going, There's like awkward silence, awkward silence. Well, let me go ahead and get this party started. <laughs> he did. And they were like, yeah. oh, we're just going to finish this off. Yeah. But, you know, also, I just laugh. Like, that's the best part. It's like, all right, you really got to try something that you really want to try. I mean, right. that's He's the, like, the I best go aspect. this out on Instagram first. <laughs> exactly. And, the, and as a plus one, we got to have it before John got here and, and it got polished yeah, off. Perfect. <laughs> you just had to look I mean, at there it. There was really only five tastings in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, if there were six, it would have been spread pretty thin. <laughs> you got any cheese? <laughs> Oh, I've got some bacon crackers, though. Nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> wants you. Uh, how, about, how about a pistachio? I had a couple pistachios. I, I like the Chex Mix as well. I'm what a big fan of a Gouda. Can I get a fancy Gouda? A nice brie. There weren't enough rye chips in the Chex Mix. I'll say Man, that much. You got to cherry pick those things. I, I, I didn't get the big It wasn't the bold Chex Mix. All I wondered if like, you were also a fan and the bag was already open before we got here and you cherry picked them all one night. I, well, I didn't. My daughters and my wife might have. Because literally we had the same experience. Some It, it was all pretzels left at the end. Some, yeah. Well, some trip we had back to like my parents' house, I got into a bag of Chex Mix and Notably, ate all the ride chips, and we bring the rest of the bag back. And like two or three nights later, I mean, what asshole in your family ate all the ride chips? There's none in here. The and I'm part. like, well, it was me. But who are you calling an asshole in my family? You can buy a bag of ride chips now. You got to tell her you were just tasting, like you were you were practicing for the podcast. <laughs> No, I was just cherry picking. <laughs> no, but you can just spin it and just be like, "Honey, this is rye." Either, like, either way, they were gone. She, she, that was gonna go. Would you like a bacon Ritz or a regular Ritz, <laughs> John? Which one would you rather have? Regular with cheese. Regular. With I'm, a, cheese. I'm a regular Ritz guy. The the bacon Ritz were so good. The regular Ritz are so good. So, yeah, it, but they they were not the big seller on oh, the plate. Yeah, Let's were. take this to the Dad's Drinking Bourbon Facebook group, and we'll find yeah. out bacon Let's do Ritz that. versus yeah. regular Ritz with or without you know cheese. We have gone through a oh no, it's with box. cheese. Don't worry, we know it's <laughs> there is no cheese. Can we just do an embargo? I'm going to do this for Nick. Let's do an embargo on bringing up cheese because I think it's losing. It's like people are going to be listening, going, "I don't know why they keep talking about cheese." I don't know why he didn't Wisconsin bring cheese. He's from Wisconsin, right? Don't you carry cheese in your pocket if you're from Wisconsin? I do. I mean, do you want to see my cheese in my pocket? That's you, how curds get formed. Yeah, I thought that's how you made curds. You want to see it? No, we don't want to see. Now, it's been a long time since we hung out. Besides Top Golf, getting together and drinking, it has been a long time. What kind of stuff have you guys been drinking over the past year? What do you like the most? What? And it's almost the end of the year, so let's get a quasi teaser to the end of the year show with you guys. What's some stuff that you really enjoyed this year, and stuff you wish was a little bit better? Cool. Good question. Um, uh, Best thing you've tried so far 
this year besides the stuff you had here tonight. <laughs> no, I know that. Yeah. I've been a big fan of the 1910 after uh, we did uh, Old Forester Tour. I've heard it was good, then tried it. It was really good. Somebody else said 1920 was better than 1910. Tried 1920. They were both good. It's splitting hairs to agree on those two. I mean, I think it's kind they're, of a mood thing. They were both good. Especially with the proof difference. Like, yeah. one's just, all right, I need a, I need a good pour, not something that's going to make me pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, so there you get the 1920, you're going to get, a, you know, heat. So 1910 is going to be my go-to pour lately. The last year or so, uh, I'm kind of keen on Eagles Rare. Really like that. And... Also, Michter's. I'm kind of getting keen on that. But regular U.S. one, or yeah. has Nick got you up into some of the more allocated stuff yet? Nah, I mean, no, no. Yeah. I haven't got him in the, in the, in the allocated stuff, stuff yet. Uh, yeah, but the uh, Michter's Rye. We've been doing the old fashions on yeah. Michter's Rye. Playing yeah. Michter's Sour Mash, I like a lot. And, it's and an that's, yeah, that's the thing with too. That's yeah. the big thing with um me with um the old fashions. I like the old fashions, but I don't like them real, real sugary and sweet. And I'm Might not as well a big be a fan. Not, well, not so much a big because fan I of that. put my finger in it. Scott. Yeah, <laughs> but um, the other one in, that I'm starting to enjoy is Blanton's. It is a great pour, but it's become so allocated, and the stores can't get them. And there's such a craze. You know, you laugh like uh, more than one local here that you know we're good friends with, and you know, they're talking about you know what Buffalo Trace is offered them for picks, and you got to pick you know what do you want to get. Somewhere between Eagle Rare, Buffalo Trace, as it is, uh, Blanton's, OWA, or you know, Weller Foolproof, whatever. And laughably, I always kept like saying this year, like, we should do a Blanton's pick. Like, why would you do a Blanton's pick? Like, because people love it. They're like, no, like we're gonna do this. Like, you gotta do an Eagle Rare because it came back. They were off the market for a year. Who says no to a Weller pick? And I'm just laughing. Like, I know exactly what you're saying, but I feel like. Right now, where the market is, somehow Blanton's is in the most desire. And, you know, like literally as we're having this conversation, three or four people walk in the store. Hey, man, you got any Blanton's? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. And check right out. I'm just yeah. laughing like I didn't pay them to come in here. Like this is just pure coincidence. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's just laughable to such a degree of like, yeah, the, it's good as it is. And the picks obviously can be even better. But. How did this become in that space? Well, and Zeke and I, as we were looking at what the expected yield is out of all of these two, Blanton's has the highest yield out of all the things that are there. It's an $80 bottle now retail. Why would you not take the thing that had the highest yield? But Scott, you were going to say something. Yeah. In reference to the Blanton's, before I really got into to bourbon tasting and stuff with Nick about two, three years ago. I was at a liquor store and I walked in there and they had a Blanton's pick for that liquor store, a barrel pick. Yep. And I was like, eh, I'm not going to get it. Wish you you got it now. Yeah, I, I really do. And now I go back in that liquor store constantly because they had that barrel pick and I'm, I'm thinking, well, if they were, going to do that barrel pick back then and now it's like escalated tenfold it was like maybe they knew something that i didn't back then so it's well, kind, of, kind of cool because back then i didn't know nothing about it and noted you know most people in nashville weren't weren't aware of all the plantains 
picks and now I guarantee you I could probably sell that but I'm not I'm not into selling it but I would I would more drink it I want to taste stuff like that if anything you, at least that should be the first one to come back considering it's aged the mm. least yeah if you know the amount of production Buffalo Trace is putting out you know does add up to you know where they say it should be then that's the youngest of all that line so that that should be the first one to come back we'll we'll see if that holds true or not yeah. one thing i would tell you is you might want to try some old elk or some chattanooga whiskey and those are going to be both two bourbons with a high malt content so the percentage of of malt in the mash bill is going to be much higher than it would in other whiskeys and other bourbons and you might find as someone who uses the word smooth a lot as you do yeah you'll find that the high malt content will make those a little bit smoother than some other whiskeys you have the good news is like chattanooga is 30 to 35 bucks for their 91 proof Mm -hmm. even their 111 proof is going to be 40 to 45 picks of old elk will be more but the regular old elk what is it zeke i think 45 yeah nothing too crazy but chattanooga will be more of the bang for the buck it's right here in the state and it's an amazing pour but i i would try go ahead and try both of those yeah and then come back and report in a year i would <laughs> no hopefully we have- or sooner yeah. sooner hopefully or way yeah, sooner way i know yeah, i said sooner. hopefully it comes on sooner what's the best thing you've had ryan i really enjoy the stag junior 132.2 I found that randomly at a small hole-in-the-wall liquor store, tried it, and it was it definitely punched you in the face right at the beginning, but it was that one taste you're like, man, that hits me hard, but at the end you're like, ooh, that is good. It's kind of like that, you know, when you're back in high school, that girl that's like, oh, everybody wants her, but at the end you're like, ooh, maybe I actually want to start dating her, because she is... <laughs> She's that girl that, you know, maybe I can bring home to mom and dad. I definitely enjoy that pick. I'm in the search of finding another one. So if anyone has any leads, let me all, know. All, all, all I can say is when a, a, this year's stag was cracked recently, that ended up getting poured as well. Nobody in the room would say that it, it didn't measure up at least, you know, 50-50 to this year's GTS as far as hanging with it and uh, offering that much of a bang for the buck kind of pour. Trust me, I I wish I could try some, you know, GTS, but I unfortunately have not been lucky enough to find one. Well, Stag Jr. and Blanton's, the two that you guys have just been talking about, those are showing up in allocated raffles it's, yeah. for stores and, and in the allocated day. It's not one of those things where you can just do you know whatever the hell you want now. It's it's uh, the days of Blanton's being plentiful and on oh. the shelf are over. It, I mean, I remember three, four years ago when I walked into a liquor store to buy a gift for somebody and they were like, hey... Try this bottle of, you know, Blanton's. It was, you know, reasonable. And you're like, well, I don't know. I've never heard of this. But now, like, everybody wants it. And for me, you know, you walk into a liquor store, and that's the first thing you ask for. And they're like, oh, well, no, no, I don't got, I have none. You'll have to come back later. 
like it just surprises me considering it's only been three to four years since you could regularly find that on a shelf somewhere. So I would say your analogy's off a little bit. So you know, you were saying that Stag Jr. is the hot girl that talks to you. Stag Jr. is like not the head cheerleader, but it's the solid six. You know, like you're you're a four, Stag Jr. is a five or a six. I'm not talking about five or six out of ten for taste. I'm talking about like hotness scale. Zeke's eyes. <laughs> like if the head cheerleader is a ten, you got yourself a solid six. What are you what are you equating to as a ten then? Are we talking Nate the hottest JB girl in the coach? world? Well, I understand that, but you have to use some kind of bourbon since you have that for a five and a six. Whatever bourbon is your hottest bourbon. Well, okay, bourbon. You, you've put Stag at a six and Blanton's at a five, so what do you put as a ten? I didn't put Blanton's at a five. Where'd you get that? Well, either way, you put Stag at a six, so let's... Well, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm throwing an analogy. You can't have apples to pineapples. you got to have apples to apples. So <laughs> Say we, they're both fives. What's your ten? <laughs> yeah, come on, answer the question. Al Young. Okay. Al Young, George C. Stagg from 2004, Cheesy Gold Foil from Wild Turkey, and there's plenty well, of we stuff. we just need some point of reference here. There's a point of reference. Those are tens. They're like blindfold us and sitting out in the desert. The old chessmen, those things are tens, right? The rest of the stuff is, say this is like a five. It's, it's a substitute. It's not the hottest chick in the room, but it's a chick that'll talk to you. That That's what Stagg Jr. is. Yeah, that's how I got married. <laughs> oh, wait. Whoops. Now, you had a present for your father-in-law, because we mentioned he needs to try Old Elk, and you went to the cabinet, and there was a bottle that you actually had sealed. Do you want to tell us what you unsealed for your I did unseal the uh, Old Elk um, barrel pick from Barrels and Brews, single barrel select. What do you think, Scott? I'll just say, first of all, before that... Hold on. Um, go Nick, back, go back, go back. Wait, Stag Jr. hits higher than a six. The good batch is for sure. I'm just talking about... The 132.2. I don't think it's a 10. I didn't say it was a 10. Hey. What? We're talking about old Al. <laughs> we're, going, we're talking, we're talking I mean, about old Al. Especially if you're talking like, about if me. If the terms like a bell curve, a six is in the middle of the bell curve. A ten's a You're thing. reading the, too much hey, into the analogy. You go in that corner. You go in that corner. <laughs> you're reading way too much into the analogy here. I'm just trying to Fight club has ensued here. <laughs> no. This is typical. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, so, so, Scott, you have been drinking on this yeah. old elk. What did you think? It's a little hot, but I really like it. It's kind of like the Angel's Envy, where it's, for me. I mean, for you, it you is. Know, everybody, everybody has different tastes. It is a fresh crack, so yeah, you got to give yeah. it some time open. There are two different types of old elk, mm-hmm. but not to keep inundating you with information, but there's, there's a lower proof, and then there's these barrel picks. You might want to try a lower proof when you say this is a little hot, Try the other one that is not a store pick, that is just the regular thing off the no, shelf. No, most of these picks, honestly, yeah. we don't do water much, but they really did well with just a few drops. Yeah. They went from, I, I got the same heat you did, honestly, yep. but a few drops, it, it subdues in just this very creamy profile. Yeah, when, when I say it's a little hot, though, I mean, it's not comparable to the Willow Rue or anything like that. It's, in the middle 
And obviously the Weller Antique is my favorite. We've already talked about that. Grandpa's wallet. But um, it it's somewhere in the middle where initially it gives me a little hot taste. And then it smooths out. No, I, so I, I, I like I got that from I like the picks I've lot. had. Uh, it, again, it's one of the few right. things where I really said, like, just a little <laughs> smidge of water puts it in a really creamy spot, and it just mm. gets a lot more mellow. That's good. It, I like it a lot better than a lot of the Willets that I've had tonight. And a lot of people will say differently about the Willets. And, like, and that is the old elk. We just put some water oh, in for yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Castrated. Oh, no, I'm explaining you know, to the people that yeah. can't see. Yeah. <laughs> That we just gotcha. put some water in. We're, we're talking but about But I'm not this. allowed to be an ass. <laughs> well, John put some water in the glass and also got the sweat off his head. It was Yeah. A, it was. It was a, I told Johnny he was sweating. And I said, no shit. Fat people sweat. <laughs> well, I was just like being conscious about the way you were sweating. I'm like, I was handing you a towel. <laughs> I don't need your charity towel. <laughs> but with that being said, though, I'm I'm... I'm more of the person that likes a smooth batch, the 90 to 100 proof versus the the, the hot ones. And that's the good thing when you put some water and you're actually mm-hmm. lowering the proof at the same time. So you're all set. And a lot of times when I drink whiskey, I'll, I'll drop a couple ice cubes in there for oh, that there reason. You go. Yeah. yeah. So Zeke's all about these pistachios. I'm all about some cheddar. Man. Just water, man. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I should say it is always a pleasure to have you guys here. We've had a blast. You've obviously had a big blast tasting through. Oh, before all you wrap of these. this up, what, what do you have? So we did like you know favorite pours. Yeah. What What was the I guess most deflating almost? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'll well, we already that. know. That. Well, not, not, not with not, William Lear Weller. Not to throw shade or anything, but you mm-hmm. know, there's stuff out there that. Has plenty of hype on boards, sells for tons on secondary, and I was trying admittedly to keep it positive. People don't like. Oh no, we're we're always for the people, and we don't want anybody wasting money on things that yeah people may not enjoy. So I think this is very relevant. I mean, it's yeah. all based on taste, but uh, the Van Winkle thirteen uh, year was the no, rye, the rye. But no, that is a certain batch. What's well, an F series? Yeah. Because there's there's different ones. Either way, I, I mean, I'll still put the 15 year Pappy on that same same train, especially for what you're going to pay for to the bar, right? I, I'm there's honest. way better pours out there than the Pappies and those uh, like hard to find things. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm right there with Nick. I mean, I personally did not enjoy the old Rip Van Winkle tenure. I mean, to me, that was my least favorite of them all. But it's one of those that, like, in your head, everyone says, oh, like, Pappy Van Winkle, like, you have to try this. This is the bourbon of the bourbons to try. And, you know, most people you talk to are like, hey, try it and let me know what you think. Because most of the people have in their back of their head, like, hey, this is... You can get better pours for the same price. It's gonna be good, damn it! It better be. I paid for it. <laughs> the price I paid for this, it better be damn good. Yeah, I, no, no. I just At don't. Time, I don't know how to put into a gamut of the the amount of um, like the Willet years that we've 
Oh, had, well, they're, they're, had I mean, the, had, you, you've had got, in front of us tonight. You've got and sourced and, and own um, juice, and plus, just like I say, amazing. They're multiple sources too. Yeah. yeah, we we've tried some good ones there. We've just had a really great night, uh, and I really appreciate Des drinking bourbon for um, doing everything for St. Jude and everything you've done. There are so many ways to give back, whether or not you are using. You know, different organizations like St. Jude, finding things like Bourbon Charity. You're going to events like what the Bourbon Crusaders did. But, you know, go ahead. I know Bourbon Charity, they're actually doing their big Thanksgiving Day fundraiser. It's a six millionth barrel to give thanks. That will still be going. Well, no, it'll be done. The pick will almost be happening at this point. So I hope you donated to Bourbon Charity. Look for them in the future. They do a big thing on Father's Day every year. Whoa. <laughs> Lights just flickered. It's a, bur- a Poltergeist. bourbon thing. It is the spirits of bourbon's past. It is. Find lots of ways to give back. You know, the good thing is there's a lot of people in bourbon that are, are giving back, and it's super important. But thank you guys for being the ones to donate to St. Jude to taste some Really good whiskey. Thank you both for just, yeah. uh, I mean, really opening up your cabinets. I mean, thanks, Z. Yeah. To St. It Jude. It's a crawl space. <laughs> I mean, nobody I mean, there. If you could, see, this is like a, a yeah. unicorn fest here on the the cabinet. I, I I just really appreciate you both. No, I mean, I laughed so much when John was like, "Oh, we we do." The, the, I mean, the same it's group the bought group. the taste and again, like. No shit. Like, <laughs> man, all right, well, we're going next level this time. Like, they, they won't do this again. Like, all right, we're going balls out. Well, we- next year, I think you might have some people after hearing this one yeah. and everything that was here, or they might be bidding against you. Yeah, we have 10 different Willets and a couple Pappies and quite a few other picks that they've sponsored tonight. Thank you, guys. Thank Definitely. You. Thank you for opening, like I said, opening up your cabinet, crawl space, whatever it is, to let us try some unique things that, you know, as a normal person, we could never try. Hey, next taste. time bring cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Had I known, I would have stopped at the grocery store on the way. Uh, I will I, let I, you know. I'm so, I, th- I thought pistachios were enough. <laughs> You're always enough for me, just you being here. <laughs> I do want to let you know before we leave, all of our glassware is provided by distilleryproducts.com. If you are in the industry, if you work at a distillery, you probably already know about distilleryproducts.com. They're awesome. They have the Tua glass. They have the Glencairn. They have the Dram glass, which is that one that anybody that goes to Willet comes back and goes, man, I really like that Dram glass. They actually have Wee Glencairn. So if you are a distillery, you're a bourbon group, and you want laser-etched Glencairns or laser-etched glassware, decanters, whatever it is, go to distilleryproducts.com. They also have really cool things on there like flasks and tumblers, all sorts of cool stuff. You just get wholesale prices and wholesale quantities but it's really, really, really good. If you want me to hook you up with distilleryproducts.com, go ahead and send me an email. Reach out to me on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. Whatever it is, I'll hook you up with distilleryproducts.com. All of you, 
thank you so much. Thank you for giving to St. Jude. I would encourage everybody to go ahead and find St. Jude, donate to St. Jude, give back through bourbon, give back on your own volunteer. At this time of the year, we're very grateful for each and every one of you. We're grateful for family. We're grateful for friends. And it's a great time to to take some inventory and take some stock and say, how can I give back to others? And that's what these guys have done. So thank you so much for that. You can find us on Facebook at Dad Shrinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad Shrinking Bourbon. Please go ahead and find us wherever you download your podcast. Leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Ciao.